0: So um, I'm a writer, I'm a self-published writer actually and um, today I'm going to narrate a small story. Actually it's the first story that I ever wrote and uh, I hope you all like it. The title of the story is "On Route to Find God. The year is 1974 and it's a cold, wintry night in the small, hilly town of Ramikhet. The weather forecast on the radio has said that there'll be snowfall tonight. It was just 8 in the evening, but the roads here were deserted and it seemed the whole town was either sleeping or dead. The only sound that came was of a lonely cricket and a bat. Palash was eagerly waiting for the dinner to get over and everyone to get to bed. He was getting restless. His mother asked what the matter with him is and why is he in such a rush. But Palash couldn't find, uh, couldn't for the moment let out the truth. So instead, he just said that he is hungry and tired, and that's the reason he wants to finish dinner soon and hop off to bed. He was looking at his mother from the corner of his eyes and she seemed to believe his story. He heaved a sigh of relief. Finally, for the last, those agonizing moments came to a halt when it was 11 in the night and everyone was sound asleep in their rooms. He checked again and then came back into his room, took out his rucksack and checked it for all the essentials that he was going to need everything was in place. He went into the kitchen and stacked his brown bag with cookies, snacks, biscuits, apples and then he filled himself a big bottle of water. He was ready now. He sneaked out of the back door because it had a self locked system and so on his way out he won't put any of his family members in danger. Not that there was any danger but still he wanted to be cautious. He headed towards Chiku's house. Now Chiku was his partner in this trip and he was uh, also Palash's best friend. He reached uh, his friend's house and stood near Chiku's bedroom window and whistled three times. Palash was hoping that Chiku doesn't fall asleep. Chiku had absolutely no control over his sleep and that was worrying Palash a lot. Thankfully today, Chiku was wide awake and he too was ready with his rucksack and essentials for the journey that lay ahead for the both of them. He too came out of the back door. They both were consumed with excitement for their trip. This was the first time in their life of seven years that they were traveling all alone and un They were nervous and excited at the same time as to what lay ahead of them. They went to the bus depot and boarded a bus to Kedarnath. The man on the ticket window was half asleep and that's why he didn't notice that they were traveling all alone. It took almost two hours for the bus to fill in and then they started their journey to Kedarnath. The motion of the bus and the winding roads made both of them instantly fall asleep. The distance between Rani Ked and Kedarnath was not much, but the hills always made the distance seem more because of the treacherously winding roads. Balash woke up after an hour or so of sleep. He was very curious and excited about this journey. He was filled with lots of hope and deep down, he was convinced that he would achieve his goal. He opened a window a little and peeked out. It was dark, but he still could see distant lights somewhere on the hills they were passing through. He always used to wonder who lived uh, in those solitary, standing houses on the mountains. How was it even possible to build a house up there? But there was always a beautiful thing about those houses. They were so near, or they seemed so near to the skies. As if people who lived there would just step out on the terrace, raise their hands and touch the sky. He always used to wonder how beautiful that feeling would be. Those tiny houses up there in the mountains with those little yellow flickering lights have always beat his imagination. He had this secret wish to live in a house like that. Balazh remembered that his grandfather always says that journey is not just about going to a place you haven't seen, but there's more to it. His grandfather used to say that the journey is about knowing people, making friends, learning their language, knowing their life, and maybe for a day perhaps, but living their life with them is a true sense of a journey and a true meaning of a journey. According to him, those things mattered more than sightseeing. Finding diversity and then bridging the gaps by our love should be the main aim of a true traveler. For him, you can say, You have seen the place only if you have known the lives of people who lived there. Some things made sense to Balash, and some were too much for his seven-year-old mind to fathom. Somewhere, thinking about the majestic mountains, those tiny houses with yellow flickering lights and travels and his grandfather, Balash slept again and he was woken by the constant honking of the bus. Chiku was wide awake and he told Palash that they have reached Ketana. The bus didn't have many passengers. People stayed away from travelling in the night on the hills. And somewhere it was a boon to Palash and Chiku because people hardly noticed them. They got down and straightway headed to the washroom they could find at the depot. It was a cold day with a nail biting and chilly breeze. They even heard saying that this October of 74 is too cold and God knows what would happen in the coming months of winter. Now the biggest question lay ahead of them and that was how to reach the temple of Kedarnath. Chico said that they could ask someone and then tell them that they will be shortly joined by their parents. They, he actually wanted to concoct a, a witty lie. That idea seemed okay to Balash, he went to an old man who had a wrinkled face. He was sitting with a cup of tea in one hand and a cigarette in another. He was making smoke rings in the air and he looked quite disconnected and disillusioned from the place he was in. Balash had to shake him literally to make him listen to what he had to say. After what felt like ages to Balash, the old man answered and directed them on how to reach Kedarnath Temple. Before embarking on the trek to the temple, they both bought tea for themselves, a luxury they could only afford when alone, and also ate some cookies. It was almost 8 in the morning and when they started their trek to the temple, both of them were too excited that they didn't realize that the trek was a treacherous one and one wrong step would just land them in big trouble. Alash realized that it was beautiful, those winding tracks and the river down there, the surrounding majesty of the snow clapped mountains was too overwhelming and breathtakingly beautiful. They passed many people, some were walking like them while some chose to take a ride on a mule, some were old, some were young, but what was common or the binding factor in everyone was faith they all were going up there on this treacherous trek because they had an unflinching faith in the man up there. They knew that somehow in just his presence, he would make all their force, their troubles seem trivial and maybe he will make them disappear too. But Palash wanted to take that man up there from here to his house in Rani cave, perhaps just for a day that he wanted him to come to his house. After a long and tiring trek to the temple, everyone finally reached. Palash and Jiku were so excited that they just dumped their bags with the shoes and ran inside the temple, temple to meet, to finally meet him and that too in person. They, they just reached to hall. The temple priest was performing a puja and he signaled them to wait. He finished his puja and then he walked towards them and asked them where their parents are. Balash uh, felt bad, really bad inside the temple, lying, like lying inside the temple premise. But still he had to save himself. So he replied that they are coming and will be here anytime soon. He then asked the temple priest to take him to God. He told the priest that he uh, very urgently wants to talk to God and he is the only one who can solve all his troubles. Was a little bewildered and he told Balash that he is right in front of God. He asked Balash to pray to him and he said God will definitely look into his matter and grant his wish. Balash and Chico were a little apprehensive about this but nevertheless they prayed and then came out. They both looked pensive. Balash was apprehensive of praying because he has always seen his grandmother pray to the same idol at home and it didn't make sense to his little mind as to why he has travelled so far to pray to the same idol. He was expecting a person named God to be here. Someone who would listen to him and talk to him and would come with him to Rani Khet. But that didn't happen. Balash and Jiku were too exhausted with the trek and the fact that the person named God is not here. They went to the back side of the temple, sat there. They were now thinking Hard where to find god palash was too sad with all this and he just started to cry silently he was so hopeful that he would meet god and then take him to his house it was when chiku was sitting dejectedly on a rock gazing at kids playing in the distance and palash was silently crying that a man came and sat beside him he wiped palash's tear and asked him what is the matter with him why is he crying Palash looked at the man sitting beside him. He was tall, very fair-skinned, and his eyes were like an ocean. They was so kind, compassionate, and deep. To Palash he looked like a sage, He was wearing a dhoti, and he had long hair. His voice was a melodious rhythm to hear, and his words seemed like they were flowing out of his mouth in a mellifluous way. His whole persona to Palash was enchanting and enigmatic. Balash felt safe in his presence and thus he poured out his heart to him. He told him that his elder sister is sick. Everyone says that she has cancer and it's one in a million chance that she will survive. Balash told the sage that every time he asks that when she will be fine, he's always told, God knows. Everyone keeps saying that now it's God's will. He told the sage that this is the reason he wanted to find God and that he had once heard his grandfather refer to someone that God lives here in Kedarnath and that's the reason he has come here all the way from Rani to find God and take him back to Ranikate so that he can cure his sister. He asked the sage to wait for a minute and then he ran to get his bag. He came back, zipped open his bag and took out a piggy bag. He emptied that in front of the sage and told him that he will give every dime in this piggy bank to god he then took out a collection of batman comics and said that he will also give this to god he said that's all he's got he said he wishes that this match is okay with god and that he agrees to go with him and cure his sister kalash told sage that he loves his sister a lot she's so beautiful and she has always been so caring and kind for him and now when it's his turn to do the same for her he has failed because he is unable to find god and he started crying again all this while the sage was quietly listening to balash his heart went out to him he was thinking that he has seen people asking for things from god but but never ever has anyone Like, never ever has he ever seen such selfless devotion that took from a little 7-year-old boy. Just to please God, he was ready to give up on his prized possession and even his money. He wasn't even asking anything for himself, he just wanted his sister to be all fine and healthy again. He was deeply touched by this little boy's devotion. He kissed Balash on the forehead and told him to go back to his home because everyone would be worried about him. He told him to go back as maybe his sister is fine now and she is missing him. Palash looked at him in complete disbelief. The sage said that maybe God changed his mind and finally came to his house when Palash left last night. Now this made sense to Palash. He wiped his tears and yelled to Chiku who was now playing in the distance with some kids he had befriended. They both now were ready to go. Something made Palash turn back and go to the sage. He was still there sitting on the rock. He went there and gave him a tight hug to the sage and kissed him on the cheeks and thanked him for talking to him. palash told him that he was a good man and that if at his house he meets God, he would ask God to give a special gift to the sage. He said he was getting late and he needs to go. But before saying goodbye, he asked the sage what his name is. The sage smiled and replied that his friends call him Rudra. And now that Palash is his friend, and he too can call him Rudra. Balash extended his hand and said, So nice to meet you, Rudra. And then he took out a pen from his bag and wrote his number on Rudra's palm and asked him to call him. He waved a kiss to him and went ahead to resume his journey back home. Dhrundra was smiling and he felt overwhelmed with Palash's faith in God. He knew he has made an exception today, but he was happy with it. He absolutely had no regrets. He thought once in a while, even Gods can make an exception and surprise people. So the dust has finally settled over Palash's and Chiku's daredevil escapade to find God. It was a risky thing to do. To venture out like that. But everyone understood their feelings and eventually, after being grounded for a month, they were forgiven and now they are free as a bird. Palash is super happy because the mysterious man called God has cured his sister and now she is on the road to a speedy recovery and a miraculous recovery. Palash is also eagerly awaiting his friend Rudra's call. I really hope you like my story. Thank you so much for listening to me.